Welcome back, everyone, to Dead Men. Roll no crits, and welcome to the year 2021 in real life. The year of the future, when we get to say goodbye to old game systems of the past, but not the adventure paths as we embrace second edition with new resolutions and feats. This is your GM, Patrick. Ready to take you back to the high seas, but first, let me introduce to you the rogues gallery of this podcast in the form of Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Hey! Hello! I'm the welcome. Joker. <laughs> welcome aboard. <laughs> I'm the Joker. <laughs> That's not uh, what the Joker sounds like. <laughs> what if it was? It'd just be so... It'd not be as intimidating. Sure. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to see the Dark Knight with Joker making like a <laughs> like a snivelly, like... nasally voice. <laughs> Wanna know how I got these stars? <laughs> oh, oh boy, <laughs> guys, we we can't talk about Christopher Nolan's masterpiece uh, long this evening. We have we have a giant elephant in the room. Is the Between... elephant in the room that I'm actually not a very big fan of the Dark Knight? Just because it's your favorite movie of all time, we can't talk about it tonight, Seth. Well, what was what was the other joke that you uh, you loved? Um, Star Wars uh, Episode Eight is that right? Last Jedi. Are we talking about jokes that I love? No, or, no. or, or jokes that <laughs> the, were the, forcibly the, perpetuated. The cruel folks on our Discord who made a a uh, a Reddit or. Uh, a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, the cool folks on Jedi. your Discord. Yeah. Yeah, gee, I, I wonder who on the Discord did that. <laughs> well, next thing it will be... I don't know, but they're hilarious, and they have a great sense of humor. <laughs> you would say that. Seth loves Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a Twitter account for every movie that, is, that, yeah, that I don't like much. at some point, I swear. No, we, we have not that giant elephant of of your love for great movies. But last week we noticed, we witnessed, we were allowed in on the miracle of Critmas um, and had probably one of the most bananas combat encounters that you guys have probably ever played, I've ever GM'd. And top it off, you were blessed with the meeting of a member of the Pirate High Council, in the form of Meryl Pegsworthy, a living legend like Santa himself. So. Indeed, the elephant in the room this week is how do we top last week's episode? There's no way. Oh. There's no way. I was looking through my notes. I was like, oh, we're really, uh, this is very anticlimactic. After This the, is almost one of those episodes where you have to bees. purposefully keep it low key. It's almost like, hey, let's talk about equipment. Or what are we going to do when we gain the next level? Right. We have to make this episode lame on purpose so that it seems better. So I just uh, have to say, and this is not because I'm drunk or was drunk at the time, but rather that my handwriting <laughs> is awful, but my notes appear to say, sent on journey to bring wine to someone. Is that accurate? I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys uh, last week agreed to go south and visit Lyle Godwin, the lookout the watchtower uh, about a mile or so down in the headlands of rickety squibs cove can you guys can yeah. see and, and this was that. become this was because captain pegsworthy essentially told us that you know they came in and the lookout person didn't signal anything they just did nothing happen and they just showed up so something has gone wrong 
with whatever wherever the lookout is or who the lookout person is. So we're gonna go investigate. Maybe they're like an alcohol powered robot. And we need well, to wait, what? Where does the alcohol. wine come from? I, I honestly can't remember. They send him supplies, like yeah. you know, a monthly group okay. of rations okay. that includes like okay. wine. It's a guy that food. just lives okay. out on the, the watchtower, and yeah. if you don't ply him with alcohol, he doesn't do his job very well. <laughs> Okay. Like all of us. Like <laughs> me right now, honestly. <laughs> so angry. Get to plying, folks. <laughs> this this podcast is fueled by Barbados Rum. Um, yeah, but uh, there's some talk before we started recording tonight. Before you guys head out into the, the jungle here, is there purchases you want to make or any... I mean, this, this should only take the better part of the day. Like a, an hour... Uh, a few hours out and back, depending on circumstances. So yeah, what what would you like to do in the meantime? You still got, I think, three days on the squibbing of the man's promise. So still plenty of time. I have a couple of pretty minor things that I want to purchase, which include a bandolier at mm-hmm. Cassius's insistence that apparently everyone has to be equipped with, with a bandolier. Pirates uh, equal pockets. It's it's yeah. it's well known fact. And healers tools. So I want to pick some of those up. Mm. And uh, lesser healing potion. Yeah, Just easy things case. you can you can find and, and trade with various members of the the community here. If not, uh, find in in the main general store at the. Uh, Rickety Squibs kind of mansion slash marketplace. Easy peasy. Anything else you guys? Cassius is going to pick up a minor potion of healing, which is essentially just for making sure people don't die. And a, uh, a chain shirt. A little bit of armor. He was wearing padded armor, but I didn't realize that a chain shirt doesn't take the armor penalty to acrobatics and athletics. Which, the reason I don't want an armor check penalty is because of acrobatics and having to tumble through spaces. But chain shirts don't take the penalty on that. So I'm going to go ahead and slap that bad boy on. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. know, Potentially stop a a wasp's stinger from stabbing you through the chest. Not if it crits you. Probably not if it crits you. (laughs) It occurs to me. But if you live somewhere where being good at combat qualifies you for being a delivery person, you probably live somewhere dangerous. Oh, yeah, the the bees are the size of horses here, so it is very dangerous. It's just like, that, that's not a qualify. Like, can you imagine applying for, like, UPS or something like that? It's like, how good are you <laughs> in a sword fight? It's What's like, your reflex bonus? <laughs> you know, that is kind of relevant right now. I wouldn't lie. If my UPS or USPS driver was like, I'm good at Kung Fu, I'm like, give that guy a route. (laughs) (laughs) Give him two routes. Uh, I trust trust him with my parcels. I'm just saying, if you gave me a random person and then Keanu Reeves and I had two of those options, sorry, Keanu Reeves gets to be the USPS driver. Do you mean Johnny Silverhand? The the, the other guy is going to be doing the sorting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. Anything else you guys want to purchase uh, before heading out? Um, I have nothing to purchase, but I am curious. I do want to sort of check in on my training here. Uh huh. And yes. uh, confirm if uh, if I've been here I don't know, maybe a weekish at this point. Or uh, this is day five. Okay. So 
Okay, so I'm Not still doing. I'm still doing some, some training. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then I'm ready to roll. So hold on. Has Pegsworthy actually? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Actually mm-hmm. left. Yep. Yeah, they they uh, okay. hauled anchor and just kind of went meandering down the Sargaven coast, saying that they'd be back in a few days' time to to help with the christening. Great. And yeah, if you guys are are all done with the general store, the the road from Rickety Hakes kind of out to the west and up the hillside leads right from the back of where some of the the tents and and things are are um, outside of of his mansion house. So you can take a little hike, um, and we see you kind of whacking your way through the undergrowth, climbing the, the hilly side of the jungle just west of the river here. Indeed, it has been five days of nonstop work on your ship, and as you climb the hill, you can see the dry dock where the man's promise has been repaired and upgraded and squibbed. And at this point, it's you know it's hard to tell the ship from when you brought it in. The, the week being almost over, you're pretty sure that before too long, you guys are going to be able to sail away from dry land and take to the ocean once more, which perhaps is for the better as a few hours into your hike, maybe uh majority of the way there, uh, you guys have been attacked by flies and mosquitoes and things that leave welts and wriggle past your, your armor and get you itching all over. Okay, roll initiative. Not initiative, but... After a few hours of trudging up the hillside here and through the, the thick undergrowth, competing with the, the bugs and the heat here, it's time to see if this journey will affect you as sea-diving scallywags or if indeed you are tried-and-true landlubbers who can hike for miles. Uh, let's make a fortitude save. I mean, I might as well say I voluntarily fail because I'm probably. Oh, well, never mind. I'm not as good as Alaris. <laughs> Laris got a natural one on that. I'm one better natural than Alaris. Get wrecked, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, Honto is the only one able to completely handle the bugs, handle the heat here. Uh, the rest of you become fatigued. Hey, yeah, uh, I rolled a natural two, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. yeah, we're having a party. It's really low rolls. This uh, means eight, we'll roll 12. really high when it comes to attack rolls, right? Oh yeah, well that that fatigue won't get in the way, will it? <laughs> no, certainly. <laughs> and also, you're going to take a little bit of uh, heat damage. One one point of heat damage to to all three of you, uh, Honto. Though you are cool as a cucumber. Able so to just to confirm, we are fatigued. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Do you remember what fatigued is? I do. It's a minus one status penalty to armor class and saving throws. And it stops you from using your exploration activities, which I wasn't going to bring up uh, as you explore the jungle here. But now it's really just for Seth. (laughs) Seth, do you remember the exploration activities, things that you can do? um, uh, Partially when you were going through the swamps of the um, Bone Rack Isle, I believe you chose the scout option a few times generally i think that's probably the best suited role for him yeah unless there's unless there's like a weightlifter rule my my athletics check is pretty high (laughs) like can i can i weightlift while i explore no weightlifting but the scout capability allows you to move at half speed which is fine because you know 
you're, you're basically doing that uh, already with your your climb but at the start of the next encounter every creature in your party gets a plus one circumstance bonus to initiative rolls or scouting but you can't sneak while you're scouting well, that would be too, too much, because I think you'd be half speed and half speed. You'd just be, like, crawling among the jungle floor. So we, we all know that, that scouts uh, are typically known for being very noisy and not stealthy. You know, going across the horizons going, I'm looking for people! I think scouting is just you going ahead. Stealth, I mean, you can still go ahead sneakily. It's just a different type of... You can sneakily scout, but you can't scout your sneaks. Come on, yeah. man. Just doesn't make different. sense. I'm yeah. also not sure why going ahead slows down your movement. I'm a, I love the idea of the exploration rules. I just think they're very weird. Uh, yeah, I think it's just, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, like you're scouting, like you're you're going slowly, you know. I think because you take a penalty like to you're do going stealth full, at full speed. speed. Yeah, exactly. Which you can do if you were like, you know, trying to make up time. But this would be, you know, give you perhaps a bonus. Well, actually, I think there's another one. Uh, avoid notice would be like you're going stealthily, swiftly sneaking. Another one is search, where you might be like searching for traps or things along the way, or perhaps a secret entrance. But if you're not, but if you're moving stealthily, you're not looking out for danger. That you might want to avoid while moving stealthily. <laughs> Apparently not. If you are scouting, you are looking for danger. If you are stealthing, you just want to be hidden. You don't care if there's danger ahead. Right? I mean, is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's yeah, an so either like or one situation. Person, one person is looking around, like, with their hand over their eyes going, ah! And the other, the other person's one's slowly, her. quietly walking while covering their eyes. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm really quiet. I'm not sure that's... <laughs> exactly how that's going down. <laughs> I but. dare you make a better system than Pathfinder 2nd Edition. It's literally the best. Uh, literally. Sure. But I do like the fact that the three of these other mooks who are fatigued are just like trudging along, like do not care about being quiet, just like swatting at flies and things yeah. like that. We're pirates on land. We're not buccaneers. Yeah, but Hontos of the swamp. Yeah, I'm technically I'm technically a person who's not allowed to live in cities, so this is actually kind of a kind of an embarrassing situation for Kento. <laughs> so I'm literally I lose my powers if I live in cities. So <laughs> wow, this is a uh, this is a uh, very embarrassing. But you're you're used to just nice calm beaches apparently, <laughs> and nothing. Well, gross according according jungle. to this individual D twenty roll, <laughs> yes. Thanks, yeah, you, thanks, individual D20 roll. Yeah, made my character for me. <laughs> there's there's no uh, re-rolls allowed in this book. Wait a minute, wait. No, there's one per episode that you could do. If you don't feel that is apropos for what your character would be like in this situation. But, you know, it's like 115 degrees, maybe, like underneath yeah. the canopy. It's steamy. It's yeah, just maybe maybe I woke up a little a little hungover. <laughs> maybe you there always you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys uh, can continue on here, and eventually the the jungle forest behind you, the heat will dissipate somewhat as you get climbing up the 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 side of the hills again, and you get the ocean breeze along these high cliffs and, and bluffs and the small protuberance of of an uh, an inlet on the south side of 
rickety squibs cove. And that's, I guess, I'll mark it on the map. Kind of here and here where you're you're walking along. And as you are walking, you can see in the distance the silent and still watchtower poking above some of the, the trees in the, the distance there. I can see it because I'm scouting and not sneaking. Well, you also can see threats that potentially can come across your your party but uh yeah it, it it there do seem to be some varying paths here you might have lost the beaten path from the the jungle the nice soft jungle floor to these these rocky paths uh once you guys make me a survival check and see if you can continue on this path that's only only walked about once a month is what they they said all right we have Knocked this out the park already. Cassius is going to forego rolling survival in in exchange for just swearing and cursing any land-based object he sees. <laughs> you just like bushwhacking and everything. Just everything's yeah. getting chopped down. He's just like, bugs live bushes, here, bugs live here. Broken hills and <laughs> forest floors and your dead leaves. What He's just extremely mean? crabby. <laughs> you heard him, Broncus now cannon. <laughs> this is AP too. I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> um, it's when you don't want to say. That's my favorite lyric. Foremast. Foremast. It's a word that replaces foremast. Focusle. 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 Foolhardy. Sailors' vocabularies are just endless. Could you be get one of a myriad of words. <laughs> You guys take a look. There's a, a few branching paths here, but obviously a couple of them are dead ends. You find the ones with maybe just like a few runes or things kind of like carved into the side of the rock that uh, have you moving forward. Uh, but yeah, the, the jungle path scuffed a bit as you continue forward. And the, the cliff face here you're hiking along suddenly becomes rather precarious, very sheer. Only 10 feet wide in, in a few parts. For you, you come to a small area that looks like some rockfall has blown down the path into the ocean below. Maybe about 40 feet or so. And someone has hastily constructed boards atop the, the gap. We're going to another map. They constructed boards? That looks way scarier than the other map. Yeah, this is just the, the cliffside over the the rocky cove here about 15 foot long uh, you can tell they're they are planks of a ship that have been requisitioned here to form a very a rickety rickety squibs bridge across this gap what would you guys like to do here this is the situation you are confronted with just a reminder i have i have mm -hmm. a rope if it would be of use oh. to anyone I would bet my savings account that Honto's going to jump this guy. <laughs> I could. Honto's already like <laughs> doing stretches and you're like, you don't know me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, what else would I do? If you can do I mean, it, why not do it? Why? I, I, exactly. 
Exactly. It's just yeah. a smart play. 100%. Why risk I, I the can, planks 15, breaking under your weight when you can just jump it? That's 15 feet. I can make that automatically. So I'll just do it. <laughs> Jumping right over. Yeah, Hunter will go ahead and approach the cliff face and uh, uh, he'll like tap one of the boards with his foot a little bit and mm-hmm. just kind of stow the spear and uh, look back at the party and just nod once before he just kind of uh, tucks down and just leaps right over the 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 gap. If he's not if he's not gonna put a foot on that on that board, I'm not gonna walk across it. I turn around and go the other way. <laughs> Cassius touches Kendozo on the shoulder and he pulls out a coin and he's like, How about we flip for who goes first? <laughs> you can call it in the air, friend. Alright. You go first. Nope, you go first. Oh, Whatever shoot. it was, you lose. Okay, I lost. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm I'm walking out. What do, what do I do? Oh, you can make me a acrobatics mm-hmm. check, a skill check. Oh, great. I think it's probably time for you to assume the form of something with great balance, a shark. Oh. <laughs> that, that is actually true. By uh, an animal form with a, you've got the balance of a shark. <laughs> I mean, has anybody done a balance test on a shark? The agility of a bear. The raw power of a cat. Pest form is what I'm looking for, right? Oh, you just turn into a bug. Yay, acrobatics plus 10. Although my acrobatics is 8. Whatever, I'm just going to be a person. (laughs) (laughs) So, Um, acrobatic... uh, What's your movement speed? Um... 25. Okay. Normal human speed. Yeah. Um, make, just make me an acrobatics check. Um, a 15. Okay. 15 is a success, but uh, it, it is uh, balancing requires basically you're treating this as difficult terrain. So you get almost all the way there. Make me one more check to finish her off. A 14. Boy, okay. I'm rolling real low today. <laughs> uh, that is a failure. You Jesus remain Christ. stationary as you kind of keep your balance. Uh. I think uh, Hanto at this point is leaning out and offering his hand to Kandoso. No, it's just distracting. Go away. <laughs> what oh, no. He can aid him. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Acrobatics. Ten. Bye. Uh, you're just still shaking on the boards. It, it requires a, a, a critical failure here, but I think the longer you stay out here, the more negatives I might impose. Yeah. So, 16. Whew. Okay, that will be enough to... One day I'm going to roll over a 10. You know, Candoso, but asking for help day. isn't a weakness. <laughs> but trying to push somebody off of a board is... Mm, I'm watching you, watching you, Hanto. <laughs> How is that a weakness? Mm. All right, Alaris will venture out uh, and attempt to balance. I do have steady balance, so a success uh, means a critical success for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Probably nothing in this well, that case, was... but... That wouldn't mean you do not treat it as difficult terrain, and you could just scoot across it with one single move action. So, all right, let's see if I do that. Oh, I do with a nineteen on the die. Critical success! You're walking on your hands across this. (laughs) Yeah, Candoso is like struggling to keep his balance, and Alaris is just like (laughs) awesome. Uh, While you are making your way across, indeed, uh, can everyone? In a turn order style, 
make me a perception check to see if you can hear what's coming up upon yous. I sure can because I'm scouting. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone gets a plus one to this too. Hey. Because Honto's a friend. Thank you for being <laughs> oh, no. Honto Honto oh, no. was too busy looking at the boards. He was he was so just shocked by Candoso's response to the helping hand comment. He's just <laughs> stunned. It's like you play that cue that sad violin music. Like that. <laughs> Everything turns gray, and he just looks at his I can't hand. wait for my next job interview where they ask, what's your greatest weakness? And I'll say, pushing people off of boards over cliffs. <laughs> I can't not do it. It's just so good. Um, right. Let me, let me roll as well. Hey, guys, what's it like in the 20 club? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, everyone else is plus 20, and you're... Oh, I'm not so even ten. in a 10 club. Mm. I, I got the minimum possible number. Well, so if it makes you feel better, you guys are <laughs> aware of these creatures before. Uh, you're pretty sure before they're going to be aware of you. As we get into turn order here, I'm going to reveal uh, southerly on the map, even even more south along the path. Oh my gosh, it's a black void. It's the Langoliers, everyone. It is a, a giant black void I'm feeling uh, to be what looks like a family of three very large boars. Oh, we had our, our boar misdirect on Bone Rack Island, uh, but here they are in all their boarish glory. Boring? Uh, they don't seem to have noticed you yet, and we are in turn order as they come uh, climbing up the, the cliffside here. Um, in your direction. Uh, Cassius, you are first, and you can see them um, about 80 feet away, maybe 90. Yeah, about 90 feet away from you on the cliffside. Cassius will point immediately go, Bars! <laughs> Bars! Get him! Uh, okay, well, Cassius is on the other side of all the boards and the gap. The boards are very far away. So, I mean, I guess I'll just try to scoot across the boards, right? Yep, yep. So, uh, balance is a single uh, move action, and you make that acrobatics check. Yep. You have critically succeeded, so you can just use your base movement speed to for this movement and get across them and join up with Alaris and Honta there yeah um okay that's one move action that's one action I guess I'll pull out a sword as a second in seems case like this a, comes to blows seems like a thing you would do and for my third huh I think what I'm going to do is move up. I'm going to use a move action to move up a little bit, but I, I really don't want one of these boars to... Boars are known for charging. I don't want one of them to bull rush me off of the edge of anything. So he's going to kind of tuck up against the solid side of the path 
And on, there's like a on, on our map, there's kind of a little cutout of the rocks. So he's going to tuck yeah. into there, get into a little bit of a defensive position. Let the boars come to us. All right. Then Alaris Delcarin next in the turn order. The 24. I will do. These? Yeah, I'll do pretty much the same thing as Cassius just did and try to get up next to the wall. But I can go a little bit farther down the path than he can. Um, mm. You want to get at the head of the party here? Yeah, she's she's mm-hmm. feeling brave lately. Um, she's she's uh, yeah gaining some confidence. Maybe unfounded. We'll find out. Uh, and she's going to pull out her curve blade just ready that action in case anything comes near. That's the end of my turn. Can, can do so. Alright. I'm going to step up here um, sort of just a, just a couple feet further down the path. And I am going to attempt to make an impression with the uh, with the boars using my wild empathy ability. Ooh, and now this is replacing... Uh, diplomacy, correct? Uh, right, yeah. Well, you empathy. use diplomacy um, against animals who don't speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you try to you try to make an impression. Um, and you can make you know, sort of simple requests. And uh, according to the ability, in most cases, wild animals will give you time to make your case. Like they, uh, in, unless they are specifically aggressive against you, mm-hmm. I guess, or unless they're like I don't know. There's some specific reason why they hate you. It'll, it takes about a minute to do. Seem reasonable to you? They haven't acted hostily yet. Neither have you guys. So I'll allow. That—that That is my hope. We have not technically entered combat yet. So I'm just going to... I'm going to try to talk softly. But, I mean, loudly. But sort of gently and soothingly. Speak boorishly. Yeah, and, and maybe maybe like sort of like make make some noise, you know, to make sure that they're aware of our presence here on the rocks. And I'll say, "Whoa, pigs! Whoa, whoa! <laughs> Back the way you came! Whoa, whoa! I'm Gandalf the Pig Wizard! <laughs> <laughs> whoa, and, pigs! That and I believe be, this is against their concatenated into pizzard." <laughs> Yeah, I guess this is against their uh, their will DC, which I'm hoping is low. Is it? Yeah, that's sort of the, the DC. For making impression? Yeah, for making an impression. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping it is somewhere around 10. <laughs> and that uh, I can roll over a 10. Hey, I rolled over a 10. Uh, 15 is the result of my check. No, they're going to eat your face off, dude. <laughs> Uh, they got a big old will 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 save. I mean, it's ten plus their will that you're you're yeah. going against. Yeah, that is unfortunately a failure. Oh right, because even if you have a pretty a pretty doofy one in this game, it increases with level pretty quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow. So 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 you really you really like start to just not be able to do stuff if you're not trained in it. Wow. Oh, do you have no training in diplomacy whatsoever? I no, mean, he rolled no. a fifteen raw. Oh my goodness! I mean, Oof. I mean, right? I mean, I mean, you, you only get access like you don't get to put ranks and stuff at, in this game. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you have a limited number of skills at the beginning of the thing, you might just never get there. And so 
I don't know why uh, boars have a plus eight will, but they are stubborn <laughs> creatures, apparently. I guess so. I imagine Candoso's making a, a great, a great, you know, impression. And then Cassius is like, I'm going to eat your mother, you pig-faced, smelly mongrel. <laughs> He's just like yeah. in the back. Not helping at all. Yeah, well, Laris pulled out her curve blade. I, f- I feel like we probably kind of ruined that. For this us. isn't Candoso's fault. Candoso's in yeah. bad company. Yeah. I don't think that a boar <laughs> knows what a blade is, usually. Yeah. I, no, I think he's they, trying to make waving it. A, if you're waving an object that's all nasty looking at him. I think he's trying to make an impression, but then he accidentally slipped into doing an impression. Like, he just suddenly started, like, doing Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, see? Or, I or no <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. That is a, a fail. Uh, do you have another action? Uh, that takes a minute to do, so. Well, yeah. Starting it and like continuing, uh, I would say the failure, you're pretty sure y- you've not got their attention, <laughs> you know. So that's a move, and we'll call that. I mean, I think that's all I have right now. I was going to say, if you have something that takes ten rounds of combat, that's more than a move action. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd yeah, it's I, I, I would end my turn there. I'm not gonna cast a spell after I'm like, I'm like easy, fellas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about a kadala. Got you, dummies. They're gonna go and they're just seeing someone on their their cliffside here. Obviously, sends them into a rage that they are going to use to charge in. I don't see their name on the cliff. Oh no. Okay, and you know indeed what we're doing. We are knocking you well off the cliff with uh, shove actions as these boars are charging, striding twice, and instead of a a regular tusk attack, they're just going to try and bully you off with an athletics shove. Even though I'm backed against a wall? Yeah! Yeah! Maybe especially because you're back against the wall. They were like, get your, get, get out here so we can get your defenseless backside. So first one will go to Alaris. And this is the shove is against your fortitude DC, I believe. So that would be 10 plus my fort. Mm-hmm. So that would normally be 17, but fatigued would be 16, right? Mm-hmm. So that is a success and he... Pops you out about five feet away from the wall there. This one can actually... It's going to take your place where you were. It's back against the wall. And these other two are going to try... Uh, this one's going to try to shove a Candoso off the cliff as, as best he can. A five on the dice probably is not going to do it. Yeah, mine would be a 19 right now. That is, that is a failure. And the other pig is going to try and do the same shoving. That is a success. That might be a critical success. I've rolled a 17 on the dice. Which means... I was like, yeah, he can't push me twice. Yay. Unless he rolls a critical. Critical success means he can indeed 10 feet away and stride after you. And it's just going to pop you right off the cliff face here. Bye! Bye! (laughs) I knew this was going to happen one way or another. (laughs) I wanted to be friends. I don't eat bacon. Does he not get a grab the grab an edge uh, reaction? I wish Featherfall was a second level spell. <laughs> grab grab an edge. Yes, I, I looked it up before we we started here. Is a reaction 
uh, manipulate. And there are plenty of handhelds, uh, areas you can take here. Uh, when you fall off or past uh, a handhold, you can try and grab it by making a reflex save. Uh, usually at the climb DC here to grab a edge or handhold. So what's this DC here? Climbing up the side of this cliff face here, I would say would be about a 15. There's tons of handholds and places where you can brace yourself. Oh boy, here we go. I mean, it's safe to say we're in hero point territory. Now, now oh. Patrick, just real quick, um, uh, you know, this could just be like a, you might not have the ideal map, but I can't help but notice that there's a lot of large, kind of sharp rocks oh, yeah. at the bottom of the cliff face. Yeah, the, you're, you're taking base level 20 hit points smashing into the rocks below there if you don't grab an edge. So those aren't rocks that are like not there but they're just there on the map. You know, oh, like no. one of those deals. No, you, you would have to perform a pretty amazing long jump to dive over those into the water below. This is this is painful. What is, uh, what, what's your roll here, Jibber? I got a 20. Okay, so that is a success. Unfortunately, not a critical success, but you, with one hand free, grab an edge or handhold, stopping your fall, and you still take damage from the distance fallen so far, but you treat the fall as though it were 20 feet shorter. Just kind of like where, yeah, this little cliff, uh, it, there's there's like a drawing here of yeah. uh, like a little lip. You're grabbing the edge, you're able to hoist yourself maybe on the, the side of the rocks, but still take 10 points of damage from that fall. Yowzers. Now you're down, down below, and poor Alaris is stuck up here with the boars. So it's a boar party. It's all, all <laughs> druids overboard. Uh, oh, as Candoso oh, is nice. down about 20 feet on the cliff face here, holding on for dear life, and now Alaris Delcarin is surrounded by three boars. That is their entire turn, though. They had to run up and, and get in on the action here. Ponto is next in the turn order. Okay, uh, let's take a look. I'm going to do a quick little, little look-see here. Oh, I don't need to do it. Well, in that case, with one move action, Ponto will stride up to the board that just displaced his friend, Candoso, and I will attempt to shove it <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> I was going to be like, yeah, push him off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. No! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to just throw a middle finger up at the boar as it falls back. I'd like to see <laughs> it grab a ledge, right? My, yeah, gross with opposable thumbs, dumb pig. Oh, please, <laughs> do not hoist me by my own petard. I cannot stand it. I can't stand <laughs> my own medicine. Uh, so what, uh, what, uh, what, what, what DC am I trying to hit? Uh, so the shove action is a fortitude. It's fortitude DC. So against the fortitude probably, DC, yeah. Probably pretty high on a pig. Probably and pretty this, high on a pig. This counts He's as an attack, athletics. so this is your first attack for first attack, yes. the yep. turn. Yeah. Yes. That's oh, a 29. Yeah! <laughs> a 29. 29 is a success. Oh, not boy. a critical success? It is not. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Alaris is standing there after getting shoved by a boar. And Hanto just suddenly appears next to her and just <laughs> open palm shoves a pig off of the cliff. Yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna use its reaction to try and grab the, the cliff <laughs> face here. Bumps. Patrick! Uh -huh. I would like you to explain. <laughs> Do yeah. a little hooves, paint, just like paint me a <laughs> word picture, Patrick. Of exactly two little cloven toes just hanging on for dear life. <laughs> Yeah, 
little yeah, knuckles it's like up there. you're you're shoving this thing's by its tusks backward and it is resisting with these uh these powerful cloven hooves uh trying to dig its tusks in perhaps to some of the bramble along the cliff face here and yeah grabbing itself hey a 20 can happen right now and if it does magic <laughs> will happen as it, it this is its uh, reflex save to grab an edge it is not a critical success unfortunately uh, I've rolled a 13 on the dice and it's just a success so it means it goes down about 20 feet and grabs the same lich right next to you can do so <laughs> taking 10 points of damage as it does and then is is scrabbling for a little bit of purchase on the side think, of the cliff face here oh your... man I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to wild empathy it again <laughs> Boy. Since we're both we're in the same the position is it just me? Or like, I'm picturing that like it went down face first, and oh. instead of grabbing the ledge, like its tusks like stabbed into the cliff face on the way down. I mean, it's I now mean, hanging off upside down and backwards. Just. I think the way I would prefer to think of it is that now Kendoso is holding a pig <laughs> on the side. Like, like, like I'm I'm holding onto it like cliffhanger style, like. I won't let you go, That would make a lot more sense than it grabbing a ledge, for the record. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, every... Take my hand. (laughs) Every biologist was just left the chat when that happened. (laughs) I just imagine Kendoso saying, so, how's it hanging? Oh, Uh, boo. Yeah? Yeah? No, you're wild emptying it? No? Okay. That's what I would say. Honto, you still have another action, right? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use that action to enter Wolf Fang stance and kind of just nod over at Alaris. Like, I've got your back. If you guys can believe it, that's just turn one of this combat. (laughs) So, Cassius, yeah, we're on the turn two. Wowzers. Well, after seeing two things plummet over the cliff, uh, not feeling great. Oh my goodness. Oh my, I can't, how far can I throw my knives? I've forgotten how to play my character. I think it's 20 feet. I think it's 20 feet too. I'm gonna move just a little bit. I'm gonna stay behind Alaris and Honto because Cassius doesn't want to get knocked over the cliff. And we're gonna throw knives at, let's throw knives at this one board that pushed Alaris around a little bit. Okay. Knife number one. Okay. 27. Oh, that's a hit. Wow. Really sad damage. Four points. So first bit of damage on this boar. Does not like ye. Knife number two. 22. Also a hit. Better damage. Six. All right. Up to 10 so far. All righty. And that will bring us on to Alaris. Your turn. All right, she's gonna try to slice some bacon. So she's going to uh, take a slash at the one that uh, Cassius was just attempting to hit or hitting, I guess. Yep, yep. Team up time. With a 28 to attack. Okay, and that is a critical hit. What? Sweet. The damage though. Oh no. Oh no. This is a cosmic crit. Oh no. All right, so we gotta it does come up with a different name. 
for this podcast. A total of 32 damage, right? Yeah, and uh, not only do you slice the bacon off, you got the ham hocks, you've got the, the underbelly, the ribs, everything. This boar is dead. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was an unbelievable. Yeah, what do we call a maximum damage crit on this? Do we call it like a piratical pugilism? Yeah, like, what, it's like a, a full-on shiver me timbers. <laughs> but boy, howdy, you've rolled two eights on 2d8 there for that before the, the critical damage. That alone would have been enough to, to kill this guy. All right, so I have two actions left. So she's going to move forward by five feet and take another slash at the other boar. Sure, attack number two. But that is only a nine. That'd be a miss. And obviously it's very angry that you've chopped up one of his good friends. Uh, Candoso down on the cliff face. Speaking of boar friends. I've given a lot of thought to this. Mm-hmm. And I'm right next to this piggy. And I reach out one sympathetic hand. And I cast heal upon the pig. (laughs) I thought you were going to push him first. (laughs) 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 I was like, oh, you better push him before I push you. Yeah, so five plus eight is 13 points of healing to the pig. Okay, he's healed up. Hang in there, piggy. I say it in druidic just so he knows I'm like that. Like I'm cool. I'm one of the cool guys. Uh, what else would you like to do? Uh, I guess I'll. I guess I'll try to climb <laughs> away from there. <laughs> that seems like a good. Yeah, like heal for you know two actions and then climb for one. All right. Yep. So five feet per twenty feet of your land speed. So I can move five feet if I make this check. And yes, DC fifteen here. Oh, 13. No, I'm just hanging out with the pig. Oh, no. <laughs> Me and the pig are just best friends. I I think after you heal it, it uh, it will give you a little bit of deference, but it's freaking out about having fallen off the cliff here and away from its friends, so it's going to spend its actions uh, trying to uh, climb back up the, the sheer cliff face here. Oh, what? Do we have some, some problems from the peanut gallery? You don't think a... A super strong warthog-like boar. I don't know. Climb. I think you understand the definition of a sheer cliff. It's like by definition sheer. It's extremely Pigs sheer. Pigs can't climb sheer up. It's not a goat. If this most were a humans, goat, I would have no humans qualms. can't climb a sheer cliff. True. Oh. You know what? I'll give it. I'll give it a little negative because it doesn't have those hands. It's got these hooves. You know, you remember when we had to climb the rope in gym class and they made us wear the hooves? <laughs> uh, let me just yeah, see I was the only one I, that, that that had to wear the hooves. Just everyone else just got to use their hands. <laughs> so it, it does not make it doesn't make much in the way of progress here. I can I can do a couple more rolls. Oh, two natural ones. Whoa! Oh, no, Piggy. Piggy falls down. No, Piggy. No! Piggy falls into the water below. Yes. Yes. That is the cruel reality, folks. This podcast does not shy away from the bitter truth of when pigs fall off cliffs. Well, it just bounces off some rocks and into the water, and you see it kind of paddling towards the uh, the nearest beach. So. Oh, it lived. Yeah, it, it got healed for 10 hit points. At least it wasn't <laughs> okay. cut for bacon like its friend. I mean... It only took another 10. Yeah. Hey, that one lived. 
Uh, okay. Oh, oh. I still got one live boar up here, which is going to just gonna try and tusk an Alaris Delcaran. Tusk are good. Nineteen on the dice. We like to see that in your armor class right now. Twenty. Not a critical hit. Is that including fatigue there? Or? No, it wasn't. So, 19? That's a critical hit! Oh, no! <laughs> Jabert, you're the best! Jabert! Jabert gets an extra hero point! When will you Hooray! <laughs> I'm oh. going to use it to climb up. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Selling out your teammates in order to climb up. I mean, I was going to so throw well. you a rope on my next turn, but I Well, guess. now I'll throw you a rope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's only 18 points of piercing damage from the tusk, uh, and it's gonna make it's gonna make its secondary attacks. I don't think these are gonna hit even with. Oh, well, I rolled a 17 and 19 on these, so let's not uh, let's not talk too crazy talk here. Against a 19 armor class. These are both hits. Oh, no. So. I mean, like, a 19 on a die better be a hit. I mean... <laughs> on the third attack, because it's, like, what, minus... You might, you might have it minus is, 10. Yeah, yeah, that is another 19 points of damage from two attacks. Wow. How is Alaris doing? She has six hit points. Oh, oh, yeah, I think this is the most damage Alaris has ever taken. I don't know about Honto. ever, but for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Honto, we're on to you. Honto, who usually takes the most damage. <laughs> Despite having the highest AC. Press X to doubt. What do you mean? How many times have you almost died in this show? Many times. Baloney. I've died once and almost twice. <laughs> I've oh, got okay. you. All right, we're going to roll, roll the tape. Actual roll the count. tape. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Honto hasn't actually died. True. You have. So, so you, ha you have that going. <laughs> Technically, ashes. actually. Anyway, I think it's probably time to end this. Take a little five foot shifty step, whatever we want to call it in this system. Who knows anymore? Striding um, with pride. I don't think it's a stride because it's a five foot movement that specifically doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity, even though I'm only entering a threatened square. Anyway, Flurry of Blows. Ooh, okay. Wow. 23 hit. Wow, that first one is a lot of damage. That is a hit. Is a 19 a hit? Oh, that's a hit. Okay. So Flurry is 26 Whoa. piercing damage. Whoa, this guy's... Wait, is he still up? Uh, yes, he's still up, but he's real hurt. And third attack. Inevitable miss. 14. Okay, still going strong here. Good piggy. Gotcha. Cassius, we're back to you. What? How about, <laughs> hey, Patrick, you like knives? Wait, let me see if I can't help Candosa. I have rope. Ha-ha. Let's help Candosa. How far down is he? Um, uh, 20, I think. Yeah. Okay. I will pull out rope, move to the edge, and throw down said rope for Candosa. Okay. Making that, I think, into just DC 10. Alaris, on to you. It's 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 your pig to roast here, I guess. Yeah, seeing that there is now a rope lowered for uh, Kendoso, she will uh, continue attacking this pig. It's a 17. That is a miss. Can I re-roll that? 
Hero point reroll? Sounds good to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. You can do better oh, than six, that's right? A 14 now. <laughs> no. I can't. I can't. Oh. Oh, no. <sighs> Alright. Second attack? Yep. Oh, that's much better! That's a 24. That's a hit. Well, 23, I guess. Uh, yeah, and 16 damage on that. Ooh, you would think that would be enough to knock this guy out, but his boar ferocity is keeping him on his feet as he continues to fight. Hold on, what does Forceful do? That gives me... Some extra damage. Extra damage? Yes. I believe it's an extra two right now for the two dice that you have. Yes, okay. So 18 damage then. Keep it coming, because he's right. still up. Oh, that's only a four. Oh no, Boar gets another attack. Yes, he's gone into ferocity mode, which you crit this last one so bad he did not, he was not able to survive. I think he actually got murdered by the uh, massive damage rules. This one though, still up. And it's gonna continue to make its attacks. It's gonna take on a Alaris Del Karen first. Does Ferocity allow it to change its place in the initiative turn order? Oh no, I I, I skipped a Candoso, you are correct. <sighs> I see this rope a dangling, and I think, you know what would be even better than a dangling rope? Is a monkey man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you wild shaping? I'm wild shaping, and I grow these big muscular arms, and I, and my teeth, or my 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 teeth get sort of pointy, and my legs get strong and muscular, and they grow opposable thumbs, and I just climb right up. <laughs> climb up that rope, you're a monkey man. Hilarious. Uh, okay, well, I've rolled the one on my boar attack here, so critical failure there. Let's try the second attack. A sixteen is going to be just a hit on the second one. It's attacking Alaris, not Honto. He's standing right next to me. You know, that's a good point. Let's 50-50 uh, let's this. Uh, one or two is going to just uh, continue his grudge against Alaris. Three, four. Honto! Oh, oh Alaris no. is going down! <laughs> <laughs> going down for the count for eight points of damage. And as she slips unconscious, he'll try to attack Honto, but I need a 20 here. Nah, that's a miss. Uh, Alaris, out of combat. Honto, you see her slip unconscious next to you from a tusk attack. What would you like to do? Scowl. Hmm. And then flurry of blows. Oh! Hit! 23? Yep. And he's still up. Ooh, and a miss. And a miss. Miss. Do you want to do another attack? Oh! Okay. So, let's go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's put the put the, the record scratch. I'm gonna go ahead and try something. Okay. Let, let's do the thing that we discussed before. Uh, I'm going to use assurance mm-hmm. to try and shove this boar, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which means that I automatically get 18. Does this work? Uh, it's fortitude DC. Is that right? Yes. No. Okay, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, you're you're wrestling with it, but you can tell you're going to need to put a little oomph into that. Yeah, I, I punch it, I swing a couple more times, and I try to wrestle with it, and oh, I can't yeah. move it. it. This one's still up. It's still angry as we go to Cassius. You've you've saved your monkey friend. Yay. Now it's time to save Alaris and Honto, who are fighting a boar. Knife. 
I have knives. I have knives and I know how to throw them. Let's see what the dice say. Knife. Oh yeah. Whoa, knife throw, Cassius. Yeah. All it needed was Thank a little you. bit of damage because that is, this thing was dead a couple of turns ago, and its brain is just now realizing it as it takes one more blow. It dies. You have ham for days as one of the three pigs has escaped, but there are two left here. We are out of combat. Yeah, Alaris is also dead, just FYI. <laughs> dead. Yeah, she's dead. 100% all the way dead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how dying works, but <laughs> she's certainly dying. Dying yeah, one. You're dying. Apparently. And I imagine Candoso can, on his turn, can you stabilize? Yes, I can. I have that spell. Okay. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, on my turn. Move yeah, over. Alaris went down, but not before, like, literally slicing one of these yeah, pigs it, into, it, like, a perfect glazed ham with a pineapple on it. Oh, like, it, yep. it, just, like, it looks like when you die yeah. in Among Us, it's just like a, a huge ham bone sticking out of, like, a perfect <laughs> <100%. roast. laughs> Yeah, so technically she drops down to just before the boar's turn. So before she has to roll a check, I can get over there and yep. hit, that, hit her with the stabilize. And so, yeah. I'm and obviously, I'm, I'm like, I guess I'm going to turn back into a person. How many hit points it, do it, I have? Zero? It, it means you're not dying anymore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're just at zero. And then after that, I can hit her with a heal. In fact, you know what? I'm going to peel. I'm going to pull out that heal wand. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pull that out. Or gonna... we could take a break and not use up our resources and try to... Uh... Yeah, but where's the fun in that? <laughs> magic, Using our magic. skills that we spend proficiency on? <laughs> Fifteen points of healing. Ooh. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I need to, I need to take a break anyway to regain a focus point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is my, I don't think even with two medicine checks, you're gonna get her to full, right? Well, yeah, I, I'm gonna. Hanto's gonna try it anyway. While the while Kandos is doing his magical hoodoo, he's gonna. I mean, it's gonna take you an hour to do it. So, like, I mean, I can. T- Isn't it ten minutes? Take, I mean, ten minutes. Unless you want to like double the. I mean, if you want to double it, you can take a whole hour to do it. But what uh, what's the amount on a on a ten minute? It's like 2D8. four. It's only two d eight. Yeah. If you crit, if you critically succeed, then you do forty eight. Um, oh, okay. And then... Who would you say is uh, MVP of this here combat? Or who had the most fun here? You guys, you guys got a, a, a vote to give? I think it's the, the pig that was able to grab the ledge. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's Honestly, the one who really I, succeeded. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta give it to the pig that grabbed the ledge. That's, that, that, that's legendary. That that pig it was that had that had charm and panache. It did. There was there's a single crit here, which means as soon as you are waking up, Alaris, fluttering down the path towards you is another creature, but a little less scary one. A very bright red-maned parrot who lands on your shoulder and who will say, uh, Shoe fly, don't bother me. Uh, it looks a little hungry. Do I have a cracker? I need a cracker. Where's the cracker? Does anyone have a cracker? <laughs> uh, I get, Cassius can pull out some just like hard tack, you know, just kind of your basic... Ship yeah, um, hard tack and hand yeah, it to Kendo- you. Yeah, Kendoso just has like some leaves. 
that you can have. Shoe fly! <laughs> like, Hanto, Hanto's, like, got his spear out, but he sees other people, like, trying to feed it, and he's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Don't kill it! <laughs> Hanto, stand down! Hanto, stand down! At home, we eat these. <laughs> Not here, we don't. Hilaris, here. Try to feed it this. Is there a check that I can do to try to befriend the adorable parrot? Oh my gosh, it's so cute. It talks! So it is indeed a survival check, I believe, to... Or am I thinking... Is it is it just diplomacy for animals, too? No, that's that's only if you have wild empathy. That's what wild empathy does. I think so it would be, be like, survival. You, it's, survival. Yeah, there's, like not, there's not a skill that actually lets you do diplomacy with animals. Mm-hmm. You can use nature i think to oh, try right. to command an animal yes that is what i'm i'm thinking okay. of okay well my bonus is the same so it doesn't matter that's a 16 uh yeah that'll be enough especially if you have any kind of foodstuffs in your hands it'll come over and seems to be fairly happy to have something as it noshes on it and will jump up on your shoulder and say rot gut rot gut rot gut Seems like perhaps its name is Rotgut the Parrot. Shoe fly. Well, I'm glad we all be alive, and now we seem to have a new crew member. But uh, why don't we rest up a bit before we trudge on to the lookout? I think that's wise. I, I do have a potion that I just bought, but I feel like I should hold on to that for mid-combat. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, not, we're not under any particular time crunch right now. So. You yeah. have three days to... You know, make it back. <laughs> so, Great. Who's the who's the best medical practitioner? I'm going to assume it's Candoso because of his natural medicine. Yeah, I have plus fourteen when we're in nature. Fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Is it doesn't it use survival? Uh, it uses nature to do it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. L- literally, we were talking about this. Survival does. Very, it does very, very little. Very little. <laughs> it, I it thought is... I thought that the I thought that the natural healing feat allowed you to use uh, survival to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I wish because it would be it makes sense because you're just like you're you're going out and you're trying to scrounge up all the the potions and mud and the proper leaves and stuff. But uh, yeah, they use nature for that. That's nature now. Survival is literally tracking things. It is living off the land, and that's it. Yeah. I have never understood why there needs to be a delineation between nature and survival. They do seem pretty similar, huh? Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess nature is more like a like a knowledge. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, one's practical and one's theoretical. Yeah, so medicine check is fifteen, so I'm gonna hit it on a hit it on a one. How many hit points are you down actually? I am at 15 of 44. So you need 30 then. Let's see. So that'd be 18. 29. I'm going to go for a DC 20 on this. And so I'm going to add, so I can add 10 to the result. Or sorry, 10 to the amount healed. Uh, nope. So only a 16 on that. You have a hero point. You have hero yeah, points I have two hero points. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to spend them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a critical success. That's a critical success. So how much is that uh, back? Right. So that is 48 plus 10. So 24. 24. Old. Pretty, uh, whatever. Yeah. Pretty fine. Fine to continue uh, on. You know, Tyler, 
You're you're here dunking on survival. Meanwhile, I could get a skill feat that gives me a plus one to survival checks in a specific kind of terrain. <laughs> Pretty overpowered, if you ask me. Yeah, um, well, maybe they'll address it sometime. Maybe they'll correct it. Oh, by the way, and you, uh, your wounded condition is removed. That's also very nice. Also oh, I didn't even know I had that. Okay. Yeah, so every yeah. time you go into dying, you take... The wounded, you get the wounded condition. Okay. And if you were to go back into dying while you had the wounded condition, you would go further into dying. Gotcha. Than just dying one. Okay. So it's really important to do. Okay, but I am still fatigued, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know how to remove fatigue. Uh, I'm. I'm not blaming you. I'm just making sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, I spent some time looking around to see if there was anything I could do for that, but. Yeah. Not, not as far as I can see. Yeah. Remember the last time you visited the doctor and then you just had more energy when you left? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you go to the right kind of doctor. I mean, if you get a if you get a lollipop at the end, I think that's the point, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you come out with a little bit of a sugar buzz. Yeah. Like, no one's fatigued when they walk out of the doctor's office. Candoso, Candoso brings out like his his healing mud. It's like his, it's like, his, his weeds. And then, then he brings out that I've got my rock candy. Dum-dum yeah. Dum-dum at the end. Yeah. Oh, he, he pulls out his weed, all right. <laughs> right. So you guys uh, healed up and ready to continue on down the the path here. You're you're in the final stretch, getting over to the watchtower. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I think I think I'm in good shape. While we're while we're traveling, why don't we try to teach? Do we think Rockgut is the name of the parrot? Rockgut, Rockgut. Yes. We'll try as we're moving along. Maybe we'll try to teach Rockgut our names as well. Excellent. And as you uh, continue along the trail towards the watchtower, when you arrive, you find a a small clearing in the trees. There are a number of empty rum and wine bottles littering the ground around the tower. Who wants to to climb up? There's a, a ladder leading up the the tower. Cassius would be happy to lead and figure it out. Sorry, I zoned up for just a second there. You said there was a ladder, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. I was about to be like, I'll turn into a monkey! But (laughs) (laughs) I think just people can climb ladders. Seems a little excessive, but... Yeah. It's a simple ladder climb. Yeah, Cassius is the... I mean, he's captain. He'll take lead. He'll go. Right. So when you get to the top of the, the simple wooden platform, you find... The twisted remains of a, a rope hammock, some few clothing items scattered around here, and beneath the hammock, with a, a foot still on it, uh, with one boot on, one boot off, laying akimbo on the floor here is the fly-specked corpse of an elderly human man, the recently deceased, you can tell, and the wound on his neck swollen and to about the size of a, a melon and blackened with with poison he has like like a dried ring of foam around his beard and mustache around his lips and uh yeah as you're looking from uh from down below you can hear rock gut say shoe fly don't bother me ah can i perception to check his pockets look around stuff like they can't see me from up down below right mm-hmm. Watch out for yeah flies, i just want to see what's okay. <laughs> i love that can i have perception to Check his pockets before you like do anything else. Just like pockets first. Yeah, I just wanna <laughs> wait a minute. Just... This guy doesn't have any money. Yeah, getting up here, <laughs> throw his body in the river. 
Uh, yeah, you don't don't see much here, but uh, b- behind his body is a a morning star with some fairly expensive runes carved into it, uh, making it a it's one of those good runes, the fundamental plus one, weapon. Plus runes. one striking, or uh, plus we'll, one striking. We'll give it a, a strike. Uh, yeah, we'll call it a plus one striking. Okay. Plus two nice. smooching rune. Mm, that's the kind you're really looking for. It, it does. Uh, if you're taking a look at it, it does look like it has been used recently. Has some goo on it. Can we tell if it looks like he was poisoned, like intentionally, or if this was like a natural thing where he just ate? the wrong mushrooms or something? Yeah, is there something I can roll to try and learn more about the goop on the morning star, or...? Uh, that'd, that'd be a medicine check. Okay, well, at this point, if I don't see anything that... If he doesn't see anything that he wants There's to... There's not much else up here, no. You can, do you want to try and bring the body down? <laughs> oh, Lord, no. I'll call the others. I'll, like, go... I'll walk down, relay the information to them, and let them go up. Sorry, I forgot we weren't up there, but yeah. I, I would yeah. go up there. Sure. Yeah, Cassius would come down and be like, afraid the old man's dead. Looks poisoned. Don't know much about it. But the really, it, but he's holding the Morning Star. But he had a nice little trinket of a weapon. I will say that. Is yeah. That a plus two smooching Morning Star? <laughs> <laughs> it's a <laughs> schnoggin Morning Star. Uh, feel free to roll nature on the Morning Star's icker here. Or uh, if you want to climb up and examine the body, a medicine check. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check out that that goop. I'll check out the body with a natural twenty. Right. So both of you can come together on the synthesis that uh, he was indeed poisoned by a giant wasp uh, the day before, and uh, it looks like he might have taken one out with him, uh, as the brains of one of those wasps are on his morning star. Is it the same kind of wasp that we encountered? before? Yeah. Yeah, one of them must have made its way this far south and done away with poor, poor uh, Lyle Godswin. You did a good job, Godswin. You do see, maybe down at the, the base of the, the watchtower, some, uh, like a small cage for, for rot gut. You can tell that he lived here because there's a lot of parrot poop around the watchtower as well. Poor little guy. He needs a new name. I don't like the name Rockgut. We should rename the oh. parrot. What? Rockgut's a great parrot name. Rockgut. I could rename it Dinner. Oh man, Honto just brutal on his parrot. Dark. No. Honto uh, <laughs> respects the lives of of other people, not parrots. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. What would you guys like? like to do. You've unfortunately figured out what has happened to the the guard on the watchtower here. Did we determine the origin of said poison? It was one of the giant wasps. That's unfortunate. Yeah, murdered him. Well, it sounds like we're gonna need to find a replacement for this guy. I say we move in, give up our life on the seas, and claim (laughs) this as our treehouse. And just become light... Honto, would you like to become a guard for this... All right, I see how it is, you know. I'm normally a pretty quiet <laughs> character. Yeah, I think we gotta we gotta bring his body back at least, right? They need to have some kind of guard up here yeah. though, oh, right? Somebody who needs to flag down ships to let them know what yeah. the status of the port is. Yeah, I mean obviously we can't fill that position right now, but do we need to take the body with us? 
somebody who's really experienced at being a pirate and knows what these flags mean. All right, yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, perhaps somebody who's not allowed to live in town. <laughs> but well, I, I was gonna suggest maybe it's somebody who's probably got a storied past of being a pirate, and and who might know exactly what these flags would say if he encountered them. Mm-hmm. Seems like a sailing lore question. Yeah, you know, like the sort of thing that somebody <laughs> That's a great who has point. a pretty good sailing lore check might... You're, you're for sure going to want sailing lore. As if Kendoso was out here, he'd just be running up whatever flag he wanted to. <laughs> you bring up a great point. I'll make sure Ichito Greg gets on this here lo- <laughs> uh, Look out uh, straight uh, away. They have other people think... in town who could take up the job, for sure. You don't have to sacrifice a crew member. <laughs> There's a there's a small light in in Hanto's eyes that you have not seen in ever when you suggest that. <laughs> All right, well I think we figured out our problem and we got ourselves a nice little trinket. Might as well head on back, I suppose. We also got a cute little pet. Just pointing that out. We'll put that on the loot sheet as well. You've got a couple of boars worth of, of meat as well, and if you want to carry the body of uh, Wild Godwin back, I'm sure the townspeople of uh, Rickety Hakes would be pretty, pretty happy to be able to, to bury the man who's stood uh, watch over this place for uh, going on ten years. Yeah, I'll carry the body. Yeah, is is a stinking factory of, of fumes uh, rum and wine evaporating from its corpse but uh, yeah it's a little easier going back down the hillside and uh, when you make it back Rickety is, is very thankful and will allow you to keep whatever you, you found up there of Godwin's including him? well you know his weapon his morning star <laughs> but not Godwin no no oh. we want to bury him <laughs> <laughs> Finders keepers, and uh, yeah, it is a uh, is a fairly uneventful rest of your time here at Rickety Squibs before the next few days pass, and your ship is prepared and ready for launching. Uh, but before that happens, it needs to be christened, and once more, you see a chelish vessel that of. Meryl Pegsworthy showing up at the the entrance to the cove here. But what exactly the name of your ship is going to be and where you were going to sail it is a tale for another time here on Dead Men Rolled Crits. And also, we're recording this early and there's still time when we're recording this for the vote to happen for the the name of the, (laughs) the sailing ship. Uh, but by the time this episode comes out, I think we will have the name. And it will probably yeah. be in the episode de- description notes, or we'll just talk about it next week on Dead Men Rock. Yeah. Well, Naga, 2021. Let's go. What an episode. Oh, jeez, Elise. <laughs> yeah, I was a little worried that three boars wouldn't be uh, as big of a challenge as uh, the last couple of, of fights that you guys have had. The Naga and the massive bees the wasps they are when your rogue is tanking oh yeah the wasps weren't supposed to be a big deal it was just crit central <laughs> oh yeah rolled a bajillion crits crit party yeah it was nuts that was a crazy encounter yeah I, i'm still reeling i had i i mean in general i had a lot of fun when i played this 
AP for the first time in first edition, but second edition is just providing a whole lot more shenanigans. I feel like there's been a lot more fun stuff happening, and uh, I'm I'm actually very happy I'm getting to play this again. So, guys, thanks for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Thank Patreon you, Patrick. subscribers, thanks for continuing on into 2021 for this podcast and our, our other pursuits and supporting the both podcasts. Uh, we will see you next time, and we'll figure out what the ship's name is on Devin Romo Crits. So long. Everybody. Ahoy! Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs>